the blast from our past network. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Throwback Trivia Takedown. Welcome to Throwback Trivia Takedown, a no-holds-barred trivia match between two contenders fighting for nostalgic glory. I'm your host, Adam Spees. I'm your co-host, John Spees. And today, we have got two of my former rugby teammates and college roommates battling to find out who will finally win my true affection. (laughs) In one corner, we have a man who can't make his own insulin, which is why his rugby nickname was Sugar Baby, but he can sue you for all your worth. I'm talking Jody Sellers of the Sellers Law Firm. Buddy, please say hi. Hello, hello. <laughs> Anything quick about yourself? Uh, Tall Tales Pod, check it out, and 770-415-9848. Put that in your cell phone. <laughs> <laughs> yes, for all your law firm needs. All right, and in the other corner, we have a man so ridiculous, so insane, so freaking random his rugby nickname was Wampus. What the heck is a Wampus? Uh, also, this guy somehow has a law degree. Uh, please welcome Will McDonald. Hey yo! You know they were. I guess they were passing those law degrees out like candy. So uh, I ended up with one just by reaching in the grab bag. Yeah, yeah. I'm a little disappointed. I chose a film degree idiotically. So here's the thing: if you play rugby, you really only have two career options. You either become a doctor or a lawyer. There is no other career option. It's just a bunch of I don't know, either wannabe artists and smart people that kind <laughs> yes. of find their way into beating each other up for uh, you know, just for a kick. Yeah, it's um a lot of insanely smart people who played rugby. I, of course, uh, got a concussion, and that's why I couldn't really go anywhere else, because I, I, I dumbed out of rugby. I was too dumb, and so I left. I've just fatted out of rugby. But then, yeah, but, yeah. Then, but then I took up something even better that requires more running, Australian rules football. Yeah, you've kept up with um, this kind of athletic stuff where I definitely haven't. Me and Jody, well, if I can speak for Jody, me, I've been getting fatter and fatter, trying to lose a little bit now, but it has uh, not been going well. Yeah, I'll say this, man. Um, I've actually lost forty-seven pounds in twenty twenty. So uh, my my uh, my happy butt's been killing it. So yeah. I'm, I'm doing well over here. I'm gonna have to join you, Will, and uh, jump on this uh, this train with you. Oh my god! Don't worry, Jody. I, I found your forty-seven pounds. <laughs> uh, all right, two fantastic guys. But um, to be able to play this game, you've got to know the rules. Entering the ring are two contestants who will engage in three rounds of head-to-head trivia. Here are the rules. Round one consists of ten questions in different pop culture categories focused on a decade that will be randomized. If someone answers their question wrong, their opponent has a chance to steal. And the categories are... Movies. Music. Television. Video games. Sports. News and politics, fashion, technology, slang, and food. Round two consists of the same 10 categories, but this time your opponent gets to pick your category. In the final round, you may bid up to as many points as you have before answering a three-tiered question. 
which must have all parts correct in order to score the points. Now it's time for a takedown. Okay, now that we have that underway, two people I've lived with, actually all three of us, I've lived with all three of us at some point, between John, <laughs> Will, and Jody, uh, we've all shared a domicile. But I need to know the two of y'all just a little bit better. And so I want to know, because of course this is the game to fight for my affection, what's your favorite memory with me? Keep it clean. <laughs> just took away all my memories. <laughs> well, how about no cussing? <laughs> Keep it, yeah. Who goes first? Whoever thinks of one first. Oh, I got you right here because I love you the most. When I turned 21, um, I got intoxicated for the first time in my life. That's crazy. Hard to believe that Clean Cut Jody only got drunk one time in his life. But this man right here, along with some other friends, Wampus included, uh, helped me get intoxicated, but then were so kind to drag me back to our car and to safely get me back to my apartment and help me um, get through that um, terrible point in my life because that was the first and only time I've ever gotten drunk. I hated it, couldn't stand it, and all thanks to you, Spooz, you saved me. And uh, that's my favorite memory of you, and I love you to death, man. (laughs) Kind-hearted. Love it. Beat that, Will. <laughs> I mean, that's that's pretty good. All right, so so not only did Spooze uh, carry me day in and day out, but we were quite close to one another, hip to hip, in every single scrum. I just loved the times when he would just wrap that arm around me and grab onto my barbarian shorts and pull me tight. Then we'd bend over with two dudes with their heads sticking up between our legs, right there, right between our butts, and I'd say, "Crouch!" <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then, I mean, and then somebody yeah. else says, "Crouch, hold, and engage," and then we would thrust ourselves into another body of men right in front of us. I remember Did that get, about spoos. That was a special time. Did they? They used to say, "Touch, crouch, told, t- crouch, hold, touch." Engaged. Did they get rid of the touch? Man, they, that... they so the rules have changed around a pretty good bit. I have not uh, followed it as um, you know as mm-hmm. as intensely as um, you know as, as the guys who never stopped playing. But but yeah, I mean, there the rules with with the scrum have have changed even since we started playing. Gotcha, Adam. I don't want to sway you at all because that's a touching story, Will. But I was also in that scrum. Yeah. It's not very unique. A lot of people shared that memory with but you. But the difference but is, you carrying me back to my dorm room yeah. and watching after me—that was that was a sweet, touching moment that only you and I shared. But the it's difference, yeah, Jody. Out. The difference between that is is that you weren't touching Adam, whereas I was. I was sandwiched <laughs> between both of you, meaty boys. I, I know that was the one. That is the thing that I find very warming about it. Is this is the front line? This is UGA's somehow A team uh, front line of rugby, where it was me, Will, and Jody. And you know we were just. I, I remember grabbing your shorts, and we would just twist those shorts so tight. Like how the heck you didn't pop? I, I don't know. Oh, oh I popped. <laughs> I'm sorry. I got to give this to Will. (laughs) He also added sexual innuendo, and you told me that you'll never drink with me again, basically. So, and I'm a man who likes his whiskey. So, yeah. All right, Will. Let's start things off in round one. Round one. All right. And to start it off, you get to pick your category. I'm gonna pick video games. Video games to start us off. Okay. And your decade is the '80s. All right. This epic fantasy video game 
came out for Laserdisc in 1983. It was created by Rick Dyer and Don Bluth and is famous for its Western animation style graphics. I haven't. Wait. Oh. Epic Fantasy Western style art 1983. Mm -hmm. Don Bluth. Don Bluth. Wagon Train? Wagon Train is incorrect. Jody, you get a chance to steal. Will you repeat the question? Of course. This epic fantasy video game came out for Laserdisc in 1983. It was created by Rick Dyer and Don Bluth and is famous for its Western animation style graphics. Yeah, this is awful. Oregon Trail. <laughs> so we wow. both made the same really? guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. No. Um, no, this is a... If you see like the animation, it's like a 2D animation style looking thing. It's... I. I it's pretty famous, I think, if you saw the, the characters. Uh, it's called Dragon's Lair. Oh, of Dragon's course, Lair. yeah. And, and you know, that's referenced, I'm sure, in Ready Player One, which I read when that thing came out and have not read the sequel, which just came out. So uh, I should know this. Yeah. I should you know should. this. You should. But yet we both have zero. So, yes. all right. <laughs> not a points. But that can change, and boy, God, do I hope it changes. <laughs> I don't want to have our first 0-0 zero, zero game. All right, but that's only the first question. I'm sure we'll be good. All right. I have a couple gimmies in here. I'm sure you guys can take it. All right. Uh, Jody, you get to pick your category. Let's try TV. TV. And your decade is the 80s. Staying in the 80s. Name this sitcom that aired from 1982 to 1989 and introduced most of America to a young Michael J. Fox as he played the character Alex P. Keaton. Oh, this is awful. I know this show. Jody, keep speaking into the microphone, though. <laughs> this, um, <laughs> I, I, he, he keeps moving around. <laughs> like, hey, buddy, this is a podcast. I, I have seen this. It played on TBS all the freaking time. Oh, this is terrible. Oh, this is this is so terrible. Alex P. Keaton. Alex P. Keaton. What? Oh. I cannot remember the name of this show. All in the Family? All in the Family is incorrect. Oh! <laughs> Will, you get a chance to steal this one. I will go with Life with Mikey. Life with Mikey is also incorrect. No. I've never even heard Life with Mikey. <laughs> but no, no, the correct answer is Family Ties. Oh my God, Family, family ties. ties. Man, I could see his dad with his beard and his sister. I saw the whole cast. <laughs> Jeez. And all in the family, that's Archie Bunker. I don't know. Hey, fa family was in both of the titles, <laughs> that's so that's, right. that must have been it. That's All like right. half a point, right? Yeah, no, we don't do half points here. <laughs> All right, Will, maybe this uh, third question can get some points on somebody's table. Okay, I'm going to go with fashion. <laughs> I'm glad yes, you it sounds it. weird. It's unique. Uh, and your decade is the 80s. Wow, Ooh. we are staying in that realm. Okay, at 14, this actress became the youngest cover model ever featured on Vogue, landing on its February 1980 issue. She followed up that milestone with a somewhat infamous role as the star of the controversial Calvin Klein print ads and commercials, where she declared, you know what comes between me and my Calvins? Nothing. Uh, let's go with Heather Locklear. Heather Locklear is incorrect. Jody, you get a chance to steal. I have two guesses. and uh, ooh. Cindy Crawford? Cindy Crawford is incorrect. Ah! So now I was trying to push that she was an actress first, okay. and then she kind of did uh, model stuff. Um, and she was very famous as a young actress, 
and also kind of controversial, over-sexualized young actress. Does that help at all? Will, that's in your <laughs> house. So. I mean, what actress, what actress is not over-sexualized? Yeah. yeah, even as a child. Uh, no, this was Brooke Shields. Oh, Brooke Shields. man. Wow. Okay. So. All right. Fashion is off the table. <laughs> um, Jody, you get to pick what you want. Not that it's helping me, but let's try sports. sports. <laughs> and your decade is the 90s. Oh, okay. Okay. In 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 nineteen ninety five, at the International Amateur Athletic Federation oh, World God. Championships, British track and field athlete Jonathan Edwards set a world rec- world record of sixty feet in what event? A record that still stands today. Pole vaulting? Pole vaulting is incorrect. Ah. Will, you get a chance to steal. Sixty feet. So no, none of us are jumping 60 feet, because we don't have exoskeletons yet. So if it's not pole vaulting, 60 feet. Shot put? We could... Shot put is incorrect. <laughs> All right, we're having a rough start here, gentlemen. <laughs> now, I tried to uh, emphasize, and nobody asked to read it again, but it was in, in, in 1995. I said in three times. Because in this sport, you jump three times. It's the triple jump. Oh, yes. It was a bad clue, but the triple jump. <laughs> just thought you had a lisp. I wasn't uh, sure. Yeah, like, I got a problem. I got a tick. Something's going on. Uh, no, <laughs> I don't. But you know what? You don't have any points. So no, no tick for me and no points for you. Uh, Will, you get a chance to steal. Will, let's just not, sweep the board. Ch- yeah, Will, you get to pick your category. Uh, let's go with technology. Okay. And your decade is the 90s. Okay. The answer is Tamagotchi. Tamagotchi? Well, that was actually one of our first questions I think I ever did in uh, technology. Uh, All right. A QR code is a type of matrix code or two-dimensional barcode. First designed in 1994 for the automotive industry in Japan. Uh, The barcode is a machine-readable optical label that contains information about the item of which it is attached what does QR stand for? Hmm, I do not know, but I'm just going to start thinking through all the business things that people would care about what it is. Uh, this is terrible. No, what's terrible is the score right now. <laughs> <laughs> My brother would know this, and if he listens to it, he's going to scream at me for not knowing. Oh, QR code. Man, everybody's got those things. I keep wanting to say like quantity report or something to do like that, but that's that's not going to be it. I'm just going to go with that. Uh, quantity read. Quantity read is incorrect. Jody, you get a chance to take it. Quality research. I have no idea. <laughs> Quality research, no. Uh, I mean, one thing that they are famous for is um, the fast way that you re- they uh, an image will read it. Right. QR stands for quick response. Oh, wow. Okay. Quick response. All right. Okay. All right, Jody, it is your pick. And left we have movies, music, news and politics, slang, and food. All right. Let's throw on some weight. Let's try food. Okay. And your decade is the 90s. In the 90s, Sprite began a marketing campaign utilizing basketball players and hip-hop artists, and they used this three-word slogan until 2006, in which... Then they shortened to just the first word. 
I was ready to say Grant Hill, but then you switched. <laughs> I did. Say, yeah, he was very famously on those. This, oh uh, man, group. Man, it's so refreshing. Those are three words. <laughs> but those are the incorrect three words. Will you get a chance to steal this one? What uh, slogan did Sprite use from nineteen uh, the from the nineties till two thousand and six? I mean, this is another one that I'm just going to get blasted for, for not knowing. Like, I was the quintessential little 90s kid. I just always drank regular Coca-Cola and never Sprite. And, ah, oh, these things, you know, this I've heard it 300 zillion times because I was marketed to the entire time growing up. I was always watching TV. I have to have heard this a, a trillion times. Something like Quince Your Thirst. Yeah, that's my guess. Boy, are you close, Will, but I cannot give it to you. It's obey your thirst. Uh, ah, so close. And then he eventually so got far. rid of the your thirst, and it's now it's just obey. Hey, great guess, Will. Yeah, great guess. You, were, you were right there. Uh, all right, Will, please get us some points. <laughs> Movies, music, news and politics, or slang. But this cannot. My two friends, people who I've lived with who are both lawyers, smart guys who I've said are officially smarter than me, if we go through and don't have a single point at the at the end of the round oh, one, I'm I I don't know what to do. This is this is atrocious. <laughs> I'm apologizing yeah, right. to everybody. I mean, Will, you get a pick. I am on the struggle bus. Let's go with let's go with slang. Why are you guys? You guys are both movies. I I can't believe how you've been staying away from movies and music. Because because those are really hard categories for me. I've seen yeah, them, but those exactly. are super hard categories. Okay, I don't All need right. a movie from the seventies. <laughs> And your decade is the 70s. All right, we're doing slang, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. This rhyming slang from the 60s and 70s referred to a van that was tricked out with a bed in the back. This rhyming slang from the 1970s. So you're not asking about the type of slang. You're asking about referred to uh, uh, re- referring to the to the vehicle. Uh, here's the question again. Okay. This rhyming slang. From the 60s and 70s, referred to a van that was tricked out with a bed in the back. I'm asking for the slang. A deuce and a half track. Does that rhyme, Will? No. (laughs) (laughs) But that is the answer uh, that Will gave. It is the answer. That is the answer. I I just don't know. I don't know. A a deuce. No, that's my answer. Well, all right, Jody. I actually am going to put some points on the board right now. I believe that is a shaggin' wagon. That is a shaggin' wagon. Game over. Just (laughs) cut it. (laughs) Yeah. You guys might be the only one that we actually play first to any points. And that's the end. (laughs) So how many points does he get for that? He gets 10 points. All right. He gets 10 points per question. All right. Well, Jody steals it. And now, you know, besides stealing my heart. (laughs) <laughs> you've also get the chance to take the next one um, movie, movies, music, and news and politics alright let's try movies okay and your decade is the 70s 70s in 1978's Animal House John Belushi was ridiculous and it was his character named this who would be seen crushing beer cans on his head oh man and I actually watched this movie and Preparation for a former podcast. There you go. You're talking about the podcast that you and I did. Uh, <laughs> I think talking I did. about that bonus pod. Yes, the very Flash special bonus pod. Um, 
If you are above 18 years old, you can check it out. Man, this is awful. Um, animal? <laughs> so the movie's Animal House, and you think he's Animal, and so it's his house. Um, that that was uh, that is not my answer. Are you? That was your answer. <laughs> yeah, if that's I'm my taking answer. Will's crappy answer before. I'm yeah, taking animal. It's, it's animal. Uh, Will, you, that's incorrect. Will, you get a chance to steal. I don't know the answer either. Only having seen the movie once. So let's go with Bobby. Bobby. It's, a, it's at least a guess. Um, it is incorrect. No, this <laughs> character was named John Blutarski, but he went by Bluto. Ah, Everybody Bluto. called him Bluto. Uh, if you guys, do you guys remember we had a, a rugger who we played with named Belushi? Yes, because he looked yes. a lot like John Belushi. Oh yes. We had practice one day, and I think we were tackling flounder. Um, I think we were so we were just doing kind of like a not not quite drills or whatnot, but just kind of throw the ball around and you know tackle and whatnot. Sure. Um, so flounder had the ball. And me and Belushi came from opposite sides, Ooh. both tackling him. My head, or my my face and my teeth ran into his forehead. Jeez. Almost completely knocked out uh, one of my front incisors. Um, I definitely got a concussion. Uh, I, it was it was not good. I had to get a root canal to fix the tooth a little bit, and then eventually Ooh. I had to get crowns or whatnot, because it was like, yeah, this is dead. This is a dead tooth. <laughs> this, is, this is not going to go well. But yeah, it, did, it beat the crap out of me, so... Uh, yeah, that's my that's my memory of uh, Belushi. He had a big hard head. Ooh, At I, least our Belushi. <laughs> I'm sure the other one so. did too. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> All right, Will. This is your turn. You have got movie. I'm sorry, music and news and politics left. Let's go with news and politics. Okay. And your decade is the '80s. Okay. This question comes from our patron. Well, we actually have a couple patrons now. Woo! But uh, our very first patron, and she also gave us some questions. Jackie LaFave, thank you so much, Jackie. Thank you, Jackie. I really appreciate it. In October 1987, in Midland, Texas, this 18-month-old child fell into a well in her aunt's in her aunt's backyard. Over the next 58 hours, the world collectively held their breath as rescuers worked to successfully free her. Uh, you can give me a name, a last name, or her nickname. I will give that. that that's more most famous, famously used. So I do not know the answer, but I'm going to give you a wrong answer, but that's okay. Because my answer is Jean Benet Ramsey, but I know that that's not the person who was in the well. That's not, but that is a child who had some drama with... There was something about news, and there was a child involved, and it was horrible, but... Not, it was horrible. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that is incorrect. Uh, Will, or not Will... Jody, you get a chance to steal this one. I'm going to go with Baby Erica. That is way closer. Oh, really? <laughs> the name was Baby Jessica. Oh! Baby Jessica was the nickname that uh, that news places use, and her name was Jessica okay. McClure Morales, uh, who fell into that well. Yeah. All right, close one. But that does not help our scores. Uh, we are down to just music for Jody. All right. And his decade is the 70s. Which tasty group originated such top 10 70s hits as Make It With You, Baby, I'ma Want You, and Everything I Own? What tasty group? I am pretty sure this is not the answer, but I'm trying to pick up on your <laughs> your hints. It's an um, obvious hint. <laughs> At least to get you in the ballpark. Okay. Ah, it doesn't help. Uh, the Supremes. 
they're tasty, but not, <laughs> not, not that kind of tasty. Uh, Will, you get a chance to steal this one. Don't know the answer, but let's go with something like sugar. That See, that's the kind of hint I was trying <laughs> right. to get towards. Uh, the band is not called Sugar. They are called Bread. Oh. Bread. Right. They had multiple, multiple top ten hits in the 70s. But you guys don't know them. Yeah, never heard of Bread. <laughs> well, we somehow eked out <laughs> a, um, from making possible trivia history. Uh, but, John, please tell us our score. Uh, at the end of round one, Jody has a commanding lead of 10 to 0. Ten to zero. Putting John to work on this episode. Yeah. <laughs> Kidding. Wow, my good buddy. This is what I happens when you put amateurs on this bad boy, man. <laughs> we can't. We can't swing in the big leagues. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I gotta write my questions to uh, my contestants. I yeah. think next time. Yeah, like that an IQ points. of seventy-three. Like. <laughs> That 10 points is like the equivalent of getting hit by the baseball. <laughs> just, they put me on base. They just felt sorry for yeah. me. <laughs> All right. Well, I think coming up in round two. Round two. This is where we are going to really see those points skyrocket. I know it. It's going to happen. And to start things off, Jody, you get to pick for Will. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know which category is, is Will's worst. Yeah. <laughs> that was my tactical play the entire time. By getting every question wrong, there's no way that Jody can possibly pick my worst category. But I know um, his best category. That's, that's right. You do. <laughs> Absolutely. That was very smart. Will is a genius. So that was smooth, smooth work. Uh, let's throw him fashion. Okay. And your decade is the 90s. In the 90s, it was super cool to wear various shirts from this restaurant chain. The shirt had their logo with a yellow circle and stated the city of that particular location. The goal was to collect as many cities as possible. Oh, that would be the Hard Rock Cafe. <sighs> that would be the Hard no! Rock Cafe. <laughs> See? How many points I got for that? You get all, all questions are 10 points. Right? Okay. They're the same. <laughs> but that uh, really significantly makes this game much more interesting. Oh, yes, yes, it, it do. does. <laughs> okay. All right. Will, you get to pick for Jody. Well, I know I'm not going to pick slang. So <laughs> let's go with news and politics. Good choice. <laughs> And your decade is the 70s. Oof. In October 1973, this U.S. vice president resigned after pleading no contest to, to a single count of income tax evasion. He was the second vice president to resign in U.S. history, the other being John C. Calhoun in 1832. You know, there's a reason in school we don't sing a song about the vice presidents. <laughs> <laughs> Part of me is like... He, he resigned for just income tax evasion? <laughs> that was all? <laughs> I mean, I think every president's probably been doing that since, probably since this dude. Yeah, back when it mattered. Now apparently yeah. it doesn't anymore. <laughs> uh, I, I, have, I have no idea. Let's go with um, Gregory Johnson. Gregory Johnson? He actually was our 14th vi vice president. No, I'm just kidding. I have no idea. <laughs> That's obviously a name you just threw out there. Um, 
You didn't think too much on that one, so I'm not <laughs> going to just move this along to Will. Will, you get a chance to steal. So I'm trying to remember who was president in 1973. Perhaps See, it, the, it was... Probably the path you would have wanted to take, Jody. <laughs> well, I me, mean, I, I ran through that, but that didn't help me. <laughs> See, I can't remember when, uh, when, when Nixon resigned and when Ford took over. Don't, don't remember that stuff. But it's not like I would remember either one's running mate during exactly. that time so let's pick let's pick a real just kind of generic sounding american name because if i get the last name i get it so if i can guess <laughs> yes. the last That's name true. it's yeah. mine so let's say it was like ford mcclendon 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 being the name yeah mcclendon is incorrect well Adam, can i guess this very... one yes you can john uh i believe it was nixon's first uh vice president which was agnew Yes, Spiro oh, Agnew. That is actually quite Agnew. famous. Good old Spiro. Yes, he is. That's a name yeah, you guys yeah. I've sure heard of. Uh, yeah, so he resigned, and then and then came Gerald Ford uh, after that. Uh, okay, Will, you get to pick for Jody. I'm going to throw Jody at technology. Technology. And your decade is the 80s. Okay, now this one's near and dear to my heart. This video editing software application, or nonlinear editing system, NLE, initially released in 1989, and since the 90s, it's been the dominant nonlinear editing system in the film and television industry. I mean, clearly that's Adobe, right? That's not a bad guess, <laughs> yeah. but Adobe is much wider than just that. Okay, uh, okay. Adobe is incorrect. Okay. Will, Ooh. your turn to steal. Ooh, so he guessed what I was going to guess. But maybe maybe he guessed too widely and didn't name the Adobe product because I wouldn't know what it would be other than. Other I'm going because your scores are so low. I'm going to tell you if you would have said Adobe and it was going to be that, I would have said I need you to be more specific. Ah, understood. So get that out of your head. Get that <laughs> just, out of my head. I'm just helping. And just to be clear, he's never helped anybody on the history of this show. That tells you how bad we're doing. It's for real. Ah. Uh, I just, I, I don't remember. I remember the, the, the video, you know, the, the, the video group back in high school, they had access to this particular software. And I remember, I remembered we used Adobe Premiere and Adobe Premiere Pro making our dumb little jackass knockoff movies for the Brunswick <laughs> Morons back in the day. But I, do I remember, remember you telling, me, telling us about the Brunswick Morons, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's brilliant. You can find me on, on, on YouTube uh, uh, <laughs> sitting on... Sitting on um, my, my buddy's boogie board, you know, Hydra Slide was the brand name of it, and sliding down a dirt hill, and then another take where he's pulling me behind. I'm, I'm holding on to a to a, um, a a water ski rope, and he's uh, he's got me tied to his four wheeler, and he's just driving me down the down the hill as I'm holding on to this thing. Uh, see, and and you know, we we used Adobe Premiere Pro to edit it, but that's not going to be the answer. Uh, and I know, like, it's not something stupid like like the movie maker. Ten, Gosh, I do nine, not know. I do not eight, know the answer. Let's just seven, say, let's say movie six. maker. <laughs> yeah, movie maker is incorrect. Ah, uh, good guess though. I, yeah. I guess. I figured I'm <laughs> going to tell a story with my bad guesses for a minute. <laughs> yeah. No, this one uh, has been, like I said, has been the top editing system. I used it quite a bit when I was working in Los Angeles, but I do most professionally have used um, Adobe Premiere. That's what I use at home as well. 
but this one is Avid or Avid Media Composer. Ah, yes, of course. Avid. Yep. And then my my handle on pretty much everything is called Death by Avid. Uh, because, oh, no. That's really Because that's I'm an editor and, you, you know, you, I'm, I'm going to die by editing, basically. So and I just feel Avid. stupid because I see that all the time. <laughs> I see that all the time. <laughs> yeah, because we will, you know, we'll play each other on uh, some video games or other stuff like that. Anyway. All right. Uh, who who gave that to who? I think Will gave that to, I gave Correct, it to Jody. Jody. Yeah, so Jody, you're going to pick for Will. Well, uh, this hasn't worked out that great. Let's give Will um, music. Okay. You got me. And your decade is the 80s. All right. Uh, we've got a question that has been uh, given to us by Chris Haas. Thank you so much, Chris Haas, for uh, dropping off this question for us. Really appreciate it. Which U2 album... Features the singles With or Without You and Where the Streets Have No Name, and it won the 1987 Grammy for Album of the Year. I do not know the name of U2 albums. Um, let's, let's just give a generic sounding album name. Thanks, by the way, Chris, Chris Haas, Chris Haas. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I appreciate this, this question. Um, so I don't know. Let's just call it, you know, Evermore. Evermore, isn't that wasn't that a uh, video game? Uh, yeah, like probably. EverQuest. Yeah. Oh, that's EverQuest. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. All right, Jody, you get a chance to steal because it's not. <laughs> yeah, it is, um, uh, let's go with the Black Album. <laughs> the U2's Black Album. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, this is a very famous album. It's a fantastic album, um, and it was the. The cover you kind of see there standing by some of these unique trees in the in the Southern California area. I've actually got a tattoo of these trees on my shoulder. Oh, wow. He's not kidding. It is called the Joshua Tree. Oh. Joshua Tree. Yep. Okay. That's what it was. Yes. Uh, <laughs> all right. Oh, just, the, the tattoo is not for you two. I like you two, uh, but that's beca- I got the, two, the that tattoo because my wife and I eloped in Joshua Tree National Park. All right, uh, Will, you get to pick for Jody. And we have um, movies, TV, slang, sports, video games, and food left. Video games. Vidya games. Vidya. And your decade is the 90s. The 90s. This feline-named home entertainment system from Atari saw limited release in 1993 and then widespread in 1994, but it never once really posed a threat to the Sega Saturn, N64, or PlayStation. Wow. Will you read that one more time? Of course. This feline-named home entertainment system from Atari saw limited release in 1993 and then widespread in 94, but it never once posed any threat to Saturn, N64, and PlayStation. Atari. Okay. Just going through cat names. Uh, Let's try... Because I have no idea. This is definitely more in Will's wheelhouse, probably. Um, the Lynx. The Lynx is incorrect. Ah! <laughs> All right, Will, you get a chance to take this one. It is. It, it is close, though. Any kind of aggressive type cat type thing. This would be. So the answer is the Jaguar. The Atari Jaguar oh! is correct. Oh man. <laughs> yes. That is, well done. I just doubled my points right there. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and you took a steal, and now Jody has to take, uh, give a question back to you. Oh, that's right, man, okay. Well, let's see if I can maybe double my luck. Let's yeah. give Will slang. 
We'll say this is the only uh, game that like steals haven't met anything. <laughs> like they really yeah, not at all. <laughs> all right, slang. And your decade is the nineties. Ah. Oh. Harangue in the direction of my metacarpus is a fancy way of saying what common nineties phrase. Harangue in the in the direction of my metacarpus? Correct. Is a fancy way of saying what common nineties phrase. In the direction. That's what that's what's getting me going. That's what's getting me off because I I don't I don't know. That's what, what's it doing, Will? Oh it's it's turning me on. It's okay. It's getting me hot and bothered. Ooh. It's like there's all these kind of Haranguing in the direction. Haranguing is kind of like a metacarpus. It's not. It's not something silly like pulling my leg or jerking my chain, jerking something <laughs> that rhymes with jerking. Yeah, <laughs> enough talk about that. This is our clean podcast, Will. Yes. <laughs> if you want to talk like that, come over to Blast from Our Past. <laughs> ah, this is so bad. Okay, read, read the question one more time. It'll, it, mm-hmm. Yeah, it won't help, but read it again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Harangue in the direction of my metacarpus is a fancy way of saying what common 90s phrase? I, I'm just going to say jerking my chain. I know it's wrong, but I, I have to give an answer. Mm-hmm. Jerking my chain is incorrect. Jody, you get a chance to steal? Well, I think you need to talk to the hand. Talk to the hand oh, is that's correct. Right. <laughs> of course. Can Talk. we just do slang? Is that a- <laughs> that's, all, that's all you've gotten? <laughs> wow. If anybody out there needs a slang member on their team, yeah. let me know. Perfect. Or a uh, a lawyer who's hip with uh, with the new lingo. <laughs> that's right. Seven seven zero four one five. Nine eight four eight. Perfect. Okay. Uh, all right. Now Jody gets a steal, and Will, you get to pick the category for him. Let's pick movies. Okay. And your decade is the nineties. Okay. Princess Mononoke is a nineteen ninety seven Japanese animated epic fantasy film. It was animated by what famous Japanese production company? <laughs> And I knew this. I was like, I saw it. Like, oh man, he's not getting this. Sony, <laughs> Sony, Sony is incorrect. Will you get a chance to steal? Uh, Studio Ghibli. Studio Ghibli or Ghibli is correct. Oh wow! At least Greg. I can mispronounce it and still yeah. still get it. Yay! <laughs> they've done Spirited Away, Howl's Moving Castle, Ponyo. They've done a bunch of just you know they're very famous wow. in the anime community. Great. The so one Will. film class that I took in college. We watched Princess Mononoke. Oh, and you, oh wow. And you thought that would help you one day. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> it helped. Wow. Good pull. Wow. Good pull. Okay. All right. Will still, another steal. I know. <laughs> and now, uh, Jody, you have to give him either um, TV or food or sports. Let's, uh, let's go with sports. Okay. Good choice. <laughs> and your decade is the 70s. Even better. Okay. Great choice. <laughs> this catcher is a 14-time All-Star and a two-time National League Most Valuable Player. He was a key member of the Big Red Machine that won six division titles, four National League pennants, and two consecutive World Series championships in the 70s. 
Um, I, I don't know anything about about baseball, um, but I did collect baseball cards back in the day, and probably came across a few of, of these. Let's let's go with Pete Rose. That's not. I mean, Pete yeah, Rose yeah, was part I mean, of the big red yes, machine. Yes, he was. Absolutely. So that's not a terrible guess. See, that's how close I. At least I got close. You that's got close, right. uh, but I believe Pete played second base. Is that right, John? Pete essentially has played every single position every, on the yeah. field. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, but that is incorrect, Jody. You get a chance to steal. Yeah, it, it doesn't help me either, Will. So don't feel uh, <laughs> don't feel bad. <laughs> let's go with um, let's go with Johnson. Johnson is incorrect, but you gotta got part of the name in there. Okay. I, uh, no, this is one of the best. Oh, John, I, John wants to take it, but yeah, what? one of the best catchers of all time. I think. Oh well, see, now you've got me doubting what I was gonna say. Oh, you I, don't think he's one of the best catchers? No, no, of all no. Time? I was you. You said part of it. I was gonna go with Carlton Fisk. Oh, incorrect. Okay. Johnny Bench. Oh, yeah, Johnny oh. Johnny Bench. Yeah, one of the best of all time. Okay. Uh, all right. No one gets so points those, there. All that money I put in baseball cards <laughs> couldn't even get me a point. <laughs> no, it couldn't. <laughs> On my podcast trivia, I mean, what a waste. I'm going to go throw away my baseball cards right now. No, you should sell those because we all know they were going to be worth so much money. <laughs> <laughs> worth billions, literally billions. I can retire on them, so Beautiful I thought, in the boys. 1990s, yeah. going into the grimy card store at the back of the mall. Exactly. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, Will, you get to pick for Jody. Uh, let's pick... So I have my choice are TV and food. Correct. Right, that's what we... Let's pick, uh, food. And your decade is the 80s. Okay. Mr. Big Stuff, who do you think you are? This cookie brand released a version in 1984 called The Big Stuff and was about the size of a hockey puck. Hmm. We read it one more time. Mm-hmm. Mr. Big Stuff, who do you think you are? This cookie brand released a version in 1984 called The Big Stuff and was about the size of a hockey puck. Wow. I had my guess, and then I, that kind of threw me off a little bit. Cookie brand. And that's not a cookie brand that I was thinking of. I'm going to go with Oreo. Stuff was spelled S-T-U-F, just like they do the mega stuff now. It is Oreo. Woo! There you go. That was going to be my guess, too. Way yep. to go, Jody. Love me some Oreos. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wait for me to... It's 47 pounds. Might come back if I find some. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, for Will, we're going to end things off with TV. And his decade is the 70s. Okay. This actor wasn't the first to play Darren Stevens, but he was there when Bewitched aired its last episode in 1972. Oh, I do not know. I'm just going to name some actor's name and hope that it's right. Tony Danza. <laughs> Tony, hold me closer, Tony Danza. Incorrect. Uh, Jody, you get a chance to steal. Um, yeah, I know he was replaced. I actually watched the show on like TBS back in the day. I, I don't remember his name. Uh, Alan. Alan is incorrect. Uh, no, the first guy who played uh, Darren was Dick York ah. from 64 to 69, but then who took over the character was Dick Sargent okay. from 69 to 72. So Dick Sargent was who I was looking for. Unless I'm wrong, we did get a couple more points yeah. in uh, round uh, at the end of round two. Could you please let us know where we stand? Adam, we got a barn burner. <laughs> at the end of round two, it is all tied up 30 to 30. Yeah. Yes. Holy moly. 
All tied up at the end of round two. Final round! Okay. Strategy time. Here yes, we go. Yes, you have to get a legit strategy. <laughs> All right, we, uh, and you guys are going to have to write down your wager for, based on this category, okay? You can wager anything to up to all of your points. Uh, you have to get all three points correct. And the category is Arnold movies. Arnold movies. Now, just to recap, how many points do we have to play with? <laughs> you have 30. That's it. Dreizig. Jawohl. Nur Dreizig. Leider nur. So we're doing our wagers. Yep. We're uh, all, just we're, let us know when you're good. Um, I, I, I am. No, you know what? I just changed it. I am now locked in. Okay. I'm locked in. Okay. Your question. And you can take some time, so that's why the pen and paper are there. We all know Arnold is the pinnacle of man. He's also been in some movies with some big box office grosses. I want you to tell me what movies Arnold was in with the highest box office per decade. So, which movie was his highest grossing 70s film? What was his highest grossing 80s film? And what was his highest grossing 90s film? And I have some hints for you. In the 90s, it was a 1991 action film that grossed $520 million. He plays an obsolete machine. In the 80s, it's a 1988 comedy that grossed $216 million. He plays the perfect human. And in the 70s, it was a 1976 comedy drama that grossed $24.8 million. And funnily enough, he plays an Australian bodybuilder. Now, these are all theatrical films. Read the hint for the 70s again. Sure. It's uh came out in 1976 and it's a comedy slash drama, and it grossed 24.8 million and he plays an Australian bodybuilder. While Jody and Will are thinking of their answers, I am going to remind you what I always remind you about: listen to everything on the Beefop Network. And actually, also if I haven't reminded you in a while, we do have a Patreon. Uh, we have a Throwback Trivia Takedown Patreon. If you guys are interested in being a part of the show, uh, wanting to hop on or wanting to contribute at all, check us out. We'd love to have part of y'all, but um, besides that, listen to Blast From Our Past, a fantastic podcast where the two hosts are maybe the greatest hosts I think I've ever heard. John, would you agree on that one? Oh, yeah. Yeah, without question. Uh, and then check out Podcasting After Dark, check out Cartwright to Seinfeld Podcast, and check out Talking Back. Those are all fantastic podcasts. So do yourself a favor, listen to them now. So so is there a time limit? Because I'm, I'm locked in. Okay. Not a real time limit, but uh, you know, I, you know, we're not gonna take all day. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm locked in for the purposes of answering these questions. <laughs> okay, you don't want to think anymore about it. Okay. All right. Well, uh, Jody, how about you tell us your different answers for what were Arnold's biggest box office films for each of our decades? Okay. Um, starting with the '90s, uh, I believe that was Terminator. Um, the '80s, um, I put blank. Put blank. Put blank. And then the seventies, I went with a crocodile Dundee. (laughs) Brilliant. That's awesome. Great. Uh, And Will, what was your answer? So, I had a similar approach. Um, So for the nineties, I'm going to go with Terminator Two. Oh. The nineteen eighties answer is twins. 
think was the name of the movie where he was with Danny DeVito. I'm pretty sure it's Twins. And then the 70s, I did the thing where I fill out the answer before I've heard the question <laughs> because I knew that I wouldn't know the real answer. So the only movie I know from Arnold from the 1970s, and it has to be from the 70s, is Pumping Iron. But he wasn't playing an Australian in that. When it was a documentary, he was playing himself. <laughs> so now we're talking about an Australian. The only nope. thing I can think uh, of... I, I did say, if I said Australian... Yeah. Did I say Australian? You said Australian. You oh, That's why we're cr- it, Crocodile Dundee. <laughs> he plays an Austrian bodybuilder. Oh. Ah, he's playing himself. Well, Adam, I mean, you could tell... Adam, I heard oh. Austrian, so I... Oh, thank okay. you. Okay, well, oh. there it is. Now, well, we've maybe already established the scores here that these guys... Maybe they just can't understand me. They have dysl- dyslexia oh. of the hearing or something. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. So the answer, okay, well then, then I mean, then my joke answer doesn't matter because the real answer is pumping iron, and that's that's my seventies one. So those are the, the, those are my answers. Now I was now if, it, if you really were playing an Australian, I was just going to call it something stupid like pumping down under. <laughs> if that hasn't been made into a specific movie, <laughs> it really should be. Terminator 2, that's so stupid. My <laughs> timing was so bad. Yeah. Uh, okay, the correct answers. In the 90s, his highest grossing film that gave uh, gave 528 in, or 520 million into the box office was Terminator 2, the second one. And in the 80s, the comedy where he played the perfect human was Twins. Ugh. Yeah. And in the 70s, the 1976 comedy drama where he played an Austrian bodybuilder is stay hungry. Yes. Ooh. Yes. So, <laughs> yes, he was technically a Austrian bodybuilder in Pumping Iron, but it's a documentary. I called this one a comedy drama. Yes. Not a documentary. Uh, but yeah, you were really close, Will. That was my... I was trying to get people to say Pumping Iron, but Stay Hungry is an actual theatrical that um, he, he was in with uh, Jeff Daniels and Sally Field. And he has a, a small role where he plays an Austrian bodybuilder. And now, I, I follow you on that, that it's not yeah. supposed to be a comedy, but some of those lines in there are just <laughs> yeah. so good. When sure. he's talking about feeling the pump yeah. and, <laughs> yes. and what he likens it to on yes. this clean podcast. <laughs> yes. No, it, it is a humorous film. And actually, it's, that's more of a docudrama uh, because they actually yeah. did shoot some she- scenes afterwards to kind of like add the humor and add the uh, the drama to it. There, some of the stuff was fake. Like Lou Ferrigno's dad was not a trainer for him. They put that in there as kind of like a false narrative just to make it seem more uh, interesting of a character. Things like that. But yes, so Will, you were particularly close. Uh, so I would like to hear what is your... Wager. Oh, I wagered all 30. All 30. Okay, smart call because you've been kicking so much butt this game. Uh, <laughs> Jody, what was your wager? I wagered zero. The oh. correct and intelligent wager. <laughs> Jody wagered zero. John, could you please do the math for us? Uh, with a final score of 30 to zero, Jody is the winner. <laughs> Woo! Yes, easily, I think, the closest, uh, or like the least amount of total points, I think, maybe at the end. Yes, Uh, (laughs) hands down. Guys, thank you so much for joining us. I really appreciate it. That was a lot of fun chatting with, it's always fun chatting with the two of y'all. But let's start off with Will. Uh, Anything you want to say, anything you want to bring up, and just kind of, you know, you know, 
and end us with your final thoughts on or from you. For anybody who listens to this and ever plays trivia with me in the future, I promise I'm not that bad. I really am not. I can be semi-useful. So please don't ban me from your trivia events in the future. <laughs> right. And also, there's another thing I'd like to say. I think this is a very special day for, or at least post-day, for one of the guests on this show. Because we have a very happy, special birthday for... Mr. Sugar Baby yes. over here. <laughs> now we are we are one day late on this, but uh, happy birthday! And uh, my present to you is, of course, the win of this game. Yes. <laughs> you are too sweet, Will. Too yes. sweet. Well, Sugar <laughs> Love Baby you, Wampus. <laughs> Sugar Baby himself. Uh, anything you would like to say? Yeah, I, I apologize to everyone that listens to this podcast. <laughs> I am awful, but apparently I know all the slang terminology that exists. So. Yes. Give me a shout if you need that. Hey, we have a podcast, too, called Tall Tales Pod. Check us out. Uh, subscribe. We've done a crossover with Blast From Our Past mm-hmm. and love doing it. But uh, now that I truly have Adam's love and affection, <laughs> yes, um, we're going to go celebrate. He earned it with his <laughs> trivia knowledge. Love you, wagering. Actually, it was really his intelligent wagering that got, it, got him this. <laughs> we had a blast, though. Thank you so much. For Sugar Baby, for Wampus... For John, I'm Spooze. Nobody mentioned my rugby nickname, which was Spooze. <laughs> um, and that's been another episode of Throwback Trivia Takedown. Thank you for listening to Throwback Trivia Takedown. If you want to support the podcast, or if you'd like to be a contestant, go to patreon.com backslash throwback trivia takedown and pick a tier that's right for you. If you want to submit questions, you can email them to throwbacktriviatakedown at gmail.com. Please rate and review us on the podcast platform you're listening to. And we'll see you next time when two new contestants go head-to-head in nostalgic knowledge on Throwback Trivia Takedown. Hey everybody, welcome to Talking Back, the podcast where we like to chat about past achievements in movies, comics, video games, and more. I'm your host, Tim, and with me today in studio is co-host Dean. Oh, hey, Dean. hey, Tim. Dean. Huh? Uh, this isn't a full episode. This is actually just an ad. All we have to do is tell everyone that our podcasts come out on Mondays, and they can find us on their favorite podcatcher. If they're into movies, comics, or video games, they should definitely check us out. Oh, well then, thanks everybody for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Talking back.